0: In a fast-paced world, many of us struggle with overthinking and worry that leaves us feeling overwhelmed or stuck. In this podcast, we will hear stories of successful individuals and have conversations and ways to reach our true potential by embracing every micro-detail of our identity, especially the flaws that make us unique. This is your host, Maria Grace Wolk. I'm a Filipina-American entrepreneur, psychotherapist, and mom of two boys, and my mission is to amplify diverse perspectives and experiences of anxiety and inspire your journey to wellness and fulfillment. Hello everyone, this is Maria Grace Wolk. I'm your host and I am so happy that you've joined us today to listen to my very first episode. And for this very first episode, I thought I'd do something a little different and that is I'm gonna share with you an interview that I did for Trish Talks. Now, I am the one being interviewed on this one, so you will get to know more about me as I will be the one answering the questions instead of asking them. So I thought that this would be a really good way for you to get to know me, your host, and also you'd get kind of an overview of what my podcast will be about. Trisha Miller is a good friend of mine. She's also a therapist in Houston. And you will get to know her more as I will also be having her on multiple times throughout the season as we always have great conversations regarding mental health. So how about we just dive right on in? This is, again, Trisha Miller from Trish Talks interviewing me regarding self-care and burnout. And
1: I hope you enjoy it. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today today. Today, we have Maria Grace Walk. She is a Filipino-American entrepreneur slash psychotherapist slash mom who's joining us from the Bay Area in California. I'm so thankful that she is on today. She's going to share some information about today's topic, which is self-care and burnout. I know we need um, a little more. um, We need to learn how to self-care more. And so I'm so thankful that she gets to join us today. Uh, Grace, I call her Grace. Uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Tell your, um, tell our audience more about you and uh, your life.
0: Hi, Trisha, thank you again for having me. I am grateful to be here. Again, thank you for the introduction. Um, my name is Maria Grace Wolk. Hello, everyone. Like she said, I am a Filipino-American entrepreneur, a licensed psychotherapist here with a private practice in California and I specialize in anxiety and trauma. I am an EMDR therapist, I use brain spotting, and I am a mom of two young boys. Um, Just like Trisha, we both have same age boys, right? Right now they're like eight and ten. I was born in the Philippines and at a young age my family and I immigrated to the United States, which makes me a 1.5 generation Filipino. That means I, you know, moved here, able to maintain the values, beliefs, and personality of my Filipino culture, but because I moved here at an early adolescence age, I still have the ability to further develop my values, beliefs, and personality in the United States.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that background, and just to let audience members know, it's rare to have two Filipino-American therapists um, in the mental health field Talk about topics like this, you know, like talk, help people. I mean, we both help people who struggle with mood disorders, life transitions, life in general, especially with uh, COVID. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we are um, people who enjoy helping people, right, Um, Grace? And I I think that um, the reason why I want to talk about uh, self-care and burnout is that sometimes in our culture, um, it's hard for us to take care of ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and, um, or, or hard to share that we're, that we struggle, you know, we're struggling or we, 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 we face challenges. And so I just really think this is a really good, a positive platform for us to share our knowledge, share experiences and make it more human or normalized, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about burnout for a second. Okay. And you mentioned you have two boys, you run a small business, um, you uh, handle clients in your private practice, um, and i and I, I i i resonate with your your experience very well because we we're, we're, we're like unicorns um i know that i'm burned out but what is burnout to you what is burnout? I think we're I,
0: honestly we are and i'm hearing this a lot reading about it a lot we are in a burnout pandemic right now. Mm-hmm. i think coming from the global pandemic being isolated for such a long time i to believe that everyone is suffering from burnout. Like I know all the helping professions, medical, nurses, doctors, anyone who are caregivers are handling more than they can. And that leads to burnout. And I know that burnout um, by definition is that extended period of stress, right? Um, Mm -hmm. When we feel like nothing can be improved. Um, But the term burnout is actually um, coined by an American psychologist named Herbert Fraudenberger. I hope I said his name right. (laughs) At first, it was about the working professions, like I said, doctors, nurses, therapists. But now it clearly appears in all other areas of life, such as parenting, caretaking, even in our relationships. So if we don't address, and this is why it's so important to address our own responses, if we don't address it, we will end up with the compassion fatigue and vicarious trauma, especially in our field, um, Tricia. You know, we listen to trauma stories of traumatic events day after day. And that, you know, the vicarious trauma that we suffer from is real, It's real. Like we hold that space for our clients and we need to be able to hold or have the capacity to hold all that in for them, or hold that space for them, and I think that's it's so important, especially for the caregivers, to yeah. to handle or, or or take care of ourselves, so we can help others, or you know at least right. model the right way for self care.
1: And I and I think that you said that extended or prolonged period of stress, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't even know that we're burned out, right? right. It becomes just stress becomes normal. And also, I'm mean, like, you don't have to be a a doctor or nurse to experience burnout teachers. Like you're anybody can experience burnout, right? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Like Zoom burnout, right? You're just oh oh my God, burnout. that's so real. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I, I think that's it's right. Everyone has been in this prolonged period of stress um and within COVID. So that's another factor, right? Um, Absolutely. So, you know, when we have stress, I um, mean, I know it's been very stressful time. <laughs> um, what are ways people um, can feel burnout? I think they can feel it in their body or they feel it in their thoughts. Can you talk about more how we can feel it physiologically or how it will show up in our lives? Okay. Well, burnout
0: has three components, right? One, emotional exhaustion, where mm-hmm. we feel exhausted. We wake up and we're already tired. We're feeling empty unable to cope, just drained, right? Uh, tired and just not having enough energy when you, you feel like you should have energy and there's the shoulds too, like I should be doing this, I should be doing that, but we're just too exhausted. And then that those symptoms can manifest into stomach aches, headaches, shoulder aches, back right. aches, any physical symptoms. There's The second part is just, just that decreased sense of accomplishment, Mm. where our performance are reduced Mm -hmm. it affects our everyday tasks our work at home when caring for family members it's just um finding it hard to focus to concentrate Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just a list of not feeling creative enough
1: so you're like feeling of tapped out of drained being e past e on the uh i guess on the fuel tank right we're depleted right like it. in waking up and like feeling and feeling a sense of dread or drain that i don't have it in me but i have to keep going that's right, right. and many people weird. do that right i gotta keep going right
0: yeah because yeah. we have to some people don't have a choice that's
1: true that's right um they have to get up show up and and it could be life or death and based on your profession you know um gotta mm-hmm. keep going um, um people have to work people have mm-hmm. to put food on the table
0: and and some people don't have the choice um, the third part is depersonalization. Mm. And that's the feeling numb, disconnected from our own body, mm. or, you know, just unconnected with your physical self. Because you ever like do, you find yourself doing something, and then you just completely just lost track of what the heck you were doing. Right, you know, yeah. that's, that's when you know, you're tired, you're burnt out, your mind doesn't even want to be where you are or to be doing what you're doing. So those are clear signs that, you know, your body is telling you something, your body's telling you to take a break, slow down, please take care of yourself because so it your can body, manifest.
1: Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say your body will give you cues. And I think in a previous conversation, your body will give out signals, correct, right? Correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, right. Signals for your body that things are not right. Like there's a um, out of body experience. You're not in sync with your body. Your body's like not in control, right? Mm -hmm. And um, things are
0: out of sync, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're out of balance. And, you know, like I said, these are the symptoms of it is just feeling like you can no longer do your job effectively. Just you can't do you, you can't be as creative as you once were. Um, You know, the physical and mental exhaustion, the sense of dread. Yes. And frequent feelings of um, anger or irritability, like irritability. Yeah. yeah, You're completely always annoyed at everything. Even watching TV, you're like, you get annoyed at the character that you're watching. You know, just little things like that. You find things that are like, usually doesn't annoy you, but
1: somehow everything triggers you. So those are the things uh, to look out for. Short views. Having a short, fuse. short fuse. And, uh, Um, I, I think everybody who's watching this knows someone or maybe it's yourself that's experienced this. I know I have. You know, when mm-hmm. I have young children, if I'm like, just just get annoyed or just, I'm just tired. Mama's tired. I want to withdraw, you know, and, and just take some, um, you can't think clearly. You're just irritable. You're not yourself. So Mm -hmm. I just, I think everyone who's, um, just taking care of someone working hard, trying to keep up with surviving. Um, and I know like the demands of work have increased, um, plus other life stressors can, can contribute to burnout was an excellent description. Thank you so much, Grace. I think you, you put it beautifully. And I, I love how you, um, you know, in three things, right? Um, what can people do to help with their burnout? If they're feeling these things, what are some things that um, people can do? And I'm going to um, ask you to um, relate it to self-care, because I think that you and I talk mm-hmm. about self-care, um, you know, in, in, in our work, How does burnout and self-care, what is a relationship?
0: This is a great segue to (laughs) self-care because in order to prevent burnout or at least be able to manage burnout Mm. or even find the ability to know that you're about to be burnt out, um, self-care is is the key, right? Self-care is the answer. To me, at least, that's important. And to me, self-care is... um, how I define it is being our own heroes for ourselves in our day-to-day lives. And it is prioritizing our individual individual wellness to maintain or gain that ideal level of overall health and being our own heroes is just advocating for ourselves, loving ourselves, setting appropriate boundaries based on our values so we can have that capacity to care for others and not to not to go off tangent here, but it's for people of color, for Filipinas, just as, you know, as ourselves, sometimes we find this difficult to look out for ourselves. And and that can be a whole different topic in a later episode. But, um, you know, we have to really prioritize, prioritize our well-being in order to prevent burnout from happening to us. And in my practice, I cover seven main parts of self-care
1: wow. and
0: I, I make sure that my clients know to cover all aspects of self-care because that encompasses just you know your overall well-being. And one of them, the first one is psychological self-care and it's taking care of our mind right such as practicing mindfulness, being present, aware, learning a new skill or learning new things right to keep you engaged, keep your creativity flowing. The second one is physical self-care. And of course, we all know what that is. That's taking care of our body. Exercise, run. I love to run. I run every day. Oh, yeah.
1: She's on a streak. I think yeah, I you're, am, you. you're like on your I'm 200. Something. I am at <laughs>
0: 212 this morning. This morning after a walk with my boys, yeah. I did my run, did my quick 5K before this meeting. And that is day 212 of my running streak. I'm actually pretty proud of it. But yeah, it makes me feel good. It gets my brain going in the morning. It sets the intention for the day. Um, and another thing is getting enough sleep, of course, seven oh, yeah. to eight hours. I'm pretty bad at this. I'm working on it. You know, it, it's hard.
1: Um, sleep hygiene. I mean, that's that's like always kind of like last or like people discount sleep, right? Because I think in a culture where like, you know, staying up late was or, or pulling an all nighter is kind of a badge of, you know. I'm an achiever or I'm a doer, but you, people need sleep, right? Absolutely. I sleep. think
0: it's it should be number one, I think, for <laughs> I should change it up. <laughs> sleep <laughs> first and then your psychological self-care. I need to change you have this have up a little <laughs> <then. laughs> See, I'm evolving as I go. The third one is emotional self-care, um, being able to navigate your emotions. Um, managing stress effectively, okay. practicing self-compassion, making time to reflect on your feelings, you know, allowing you, you yourself to feel those feelings mm-hmm. as they arise, understanding them. Mm-hmm. The fourth one is social self-care. Okay. And what I mean by this is, you know, just having that support system, spending time with family and friends, you know, creating that supportive group of that ne- and networking. I'm, I'm a network of relationships that you can trust and turn to knowing when to ask for help and meeting new people. I know it's been hard with the pandemic and it's Zoom is just it doesn't it doesn't it's not the same as meeting people in person but hopefully with the light at the end of the tunnel we'll be back into you know shaking hands again and well, maybe not shaking hands but at least
1: I'm in people, Texas we're hug. <laughs> hug. like we're the like
0: <laughs> yeah and just like the eye to eye contact in-person contact it makes a big difference um the fifth one number five is environmental self-care and that's creating a space for yourself that brings you peace oh. having an organized well-maintained and clutter free workspace business or home um, you know, minimizing decluttering, just having that place where you can... Real condo-esque,
1: right? Condo-esque condo, <laughs> care right? No, I, I have a book, The Joy of Work, Decluttering, yes. right? Oh, yeah, it feels so good.
0: Right, yeah. right. I, and, and I'm working on it too, continuously always a work in progress, like trying to donate things I don't need. I, I, it's, it's, it's good healing and kind of, yeah. it's, it's a good feeling to kind of declutter and be organized, you know, internally and externally. And then the sixth one is spiritual self-care. It's having beliefs and values that are important to you and that helps guide your life. Whether it's going to church every Sunday, praying at night, meditating, journaling, whatever makes you feel connected to something bigger than yourself. I think that's very helpful. And the last one, I thought about this a little bit whether to add this or not but I think it's helpful financial self-care yep. is being responsible with your finances just knowing where your money goes in when your money goes out you know spending and saving money wisely so you can plan for your vacations or not always feel stressed out because you know money stress is is big yep. and usually cause causes burnout yep. so I think those are the seven things That I feel are all encompasses self care to me. It's not just let's go, go to the spa and you know get our toes done and get a massage and get our nails done. It's not just that. I think overall self care is just our overall
1: well being. I love those seven pillars or seven points. I think I'm I know I'm going to name the show the seven pillars of self care. (laughs) Uh, I, I think those that's. I love how you gave examples for each one. And I, I think self, people be, um, should probably know about self-care. It's a process, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a way of living, right? And so, yeah. you, you know, if you're hearing this, don't get overwhelmed. Like, I don't do that. I don't do this. Or, you know, it's slow, right? It's practice. It's, just, yeah. it's, practice. It's, be, it's, it's living with intention and that you are responsible for this. Not anybody else, not your husband, not your friend, not your mom, you know, that you can take intention and control these aspects of your life. And you can work towards an, an overall uh, healthy well-being. And like you said, uh, learn to pri- prioritize this, right? And I think in growing up Filipino-American, um, seeing my my mothers and my aunts sacrifice themselves mm-hmm. for someone else, and it's, it's it's a different type of mindset. You know. And I yeah. will say that my mom's getting older. Now she knows self-care. She's like, I'm going to take care of myself. I'm not going to tell everybody. You know, so <laughs> I think we're coming around. But thank you right, so much, right. I feel like we'll, we'll have to like delve into these a little bit more down the road. Um, what is one piece of advice you would give for people who, who needed to start, who want to start a self-care routine or um, they're in like, you know what, forget everybody. I'm just going to focus on myself. I, I, I'm burned out. I need to, I need to start taking care of myself. What is one, what is one piece of advice that you give out someone who's burned out? Someone who's burned out. One piece of advice. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, overall, going to take all that self-care talk that I just made. And I would say, take, just start small. Find the time that you are most productive or find, you know, create a time for yourself. I know as moms, as working moms, as busy moms, time is not our friend, right? We have to create the time for ourselves. I say, wake up before your children. I know that can be hard to start, but, you know, whether it's 15 minutes, you find that time for yourself to do whatever it is that you need to do to set intention for your day and it builds on. You know, every, anytime you start small, it creates a momentum and then it creates motivation. And whether what you ever you do with that time, whether it's a small meditation, a walk around the block, and then it turns into running, it turns into 30 minutes, whether it's meditation or just reading a book, journaling. Anything that you find comfort and peace for yourself, you're doing it for you so you can refuel, you can start the day with intention. I think that will make such a big impact in your life. It it did for me. That's what I started with. I started waking up before my kids, not to my kids, not to the sound of their stomping feet. I wake up for my children, before my children to find that time for me. I created the time for myself. And I know it's hard. You will find, you know, yourself saying, I just need, I need sleep. I need, well, yeah, you do need sleep. (laughs) You have to get creative and find a small time that you can create for yourself. And it does build and it becomes, it makes you a better mom because you're more, you're, you're you're loving yourself. You're more, you have more self-compassion when you set out a goal and you achieve it even if it's just that 15 minute goal that I'm gonna start writing today. I'm gonna start writing my journal. I'm gonna start writing the book I've been wanting to write. Start with that 15 minutes a day. By the end of the week, you have maybe written a page or two or at least started brainstorming. You know, It's like whatever
1: goal you have set out for yourself, start it, just do it. That's wonderful. I think uh, what I hear was that start small all right, and then Mm -hmm. if you start small and you continue, you can build on that, right, and that it just makes your day um, so much more pleasant, right, uh, Grace, and then for me, I I think we've talked about this, like, my morning coffee, that is sacred, right, you know, it's a sacred time that mama and her coffee, right, and I I think, too, it it models um, something positive for the kids, like, absolutely love it. you know that they need their time too. They, they mm-hmm. you know, they need their downtime, or they, they need their time to relax. And Mama's relaxed. She's not crazy busy. She's she's taking time. She's taking care of herself. And so I think that's a, a wonderful practice. Um, but it does take time. It Takes time.
0: It takes um, time. Be gentle with yourself. If you finding it, if you're finding it difficult, know that it is is supposed to be difficult.
1: But then over time, it'll get easier. It, it's like everybody's different. Yeah. Yeah. everybody's different with self-care just because you like running doesn't mean I like running doesn't no, mean just no. because you like getting up early doesn't mean I like getting up early you know and so everybody you have to f- play with it right be gentle yeah. play with it um find what wonderful. works for you yeah, yeah find what works for you so guy so everyone you know I just want to thank uh grace for just sharing some really good nuggets some educational nuggets on self-care i very informative um and i've been doing the work but so i love it just it just gives me a different perspective right and so i hope you can um just think about this more in your day how do i self care or how should i start or am i burned out right um those are the things that um that come to mind as i talk to uh grace okay now this comes to the part of the show where i <laughs> Um, you know, we're going to do something cause we have, we both have boys and I, my boys are obsessed with these kind of YouTube videos or that YouTube generation. Would <laughs> oh, you rather? All right. So this oh, is no. kind of like a fun part of the show. <laughs> okay, like, okay, okay. I'm ready. Right.
0: Bring it on.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, number one, would you rather uh, do mountains or beach? Oh man. I love both. This is so hard. I love to hike, but I also love the beach, but beach relax. Okay. beach. right now. Beach. Yes. Okay. Um, Manny or petty which one would you petty. rather Manny or petty petty, oh, petty. petty. okay <laughs> all right you're a petty girl okay all right um, would you rather text or have a conversation are you a texter or are you a phone person oh, you
0: know that one's a <laughs> hard one it depends but I I think I'm a
1: texter
0: I think yeah. I'm a texter yeah.
1: <laughs> texter um running or walking running running of course would you number five? Would you rather dine in or carry out? Dine in or carry out?
0: Well, the pandemic, you have been doing a lot of carry out, but dine in now because. Dine, in, are okay, up dine again. in, okay. Dine <laughs> in. I like to enjoy my food.
1: We're Filipino. We love food. It's part of our culture. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Night I'm owl out. or early bird? Are you? Early a night bird. Owl or early bird.
0: Definitely an early bird. Night
1: owl. I'm just. Uh, I'm out. All right. Um, Netflix or Disney? Netflix. You got Ooh. kids. Netflix or Disney? Saw a good movie
0: from Disney last night. We just watched Luca. That was pretty. Oh cute. my
1: god, that was so good. We saw that.
0: That's <laughs> so cute, then, right?
1: Mom was like, "Mama, that's a very emotional movie."
0: <laughs> it was so this. good. Yeah. So I mean, I really love Disney, but Netflix has all the, the you know, the good shows that that I like too. Mm, that one's a tough one, but I might say Disney dancing or singing, singing, singing. Yes. Singing okay, makes okay. me happy. Although I do like to dance, okay, singing makes like me happy.
1: Okay. Well, we're going to be at the k- karaokeing in a year. Yes, uh, I can't nice. wait. We're going to be at the uh, not your um, typical therapist summit. Put a plug in for Ernesto Segosmundo. So we'll be where as speaker. So anyway, so that was my little "Would You Rather" segment. The last segment that we're going to close with is my one of my favorites is gratitude. The idea that Um, showing appreciation is, is part of uh, uh, keeping a healthy frame of mind, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Kind of breaking um, future thinking or past thinking. So we're going to end with gratitude. What is one thing you are grateful for today?
0: Today, right this very minute, I am so grateful for my health and my boys. Two things, sorry, two things. My boys, because we just went out for a walk and I was just feeling just, you know, I'm just watching them run around and we went to, walked all the way to Starbucks to grab coffee and just seeing them, you know, carefree. We didn't have much to do today in the morning, not much schedule because it's summer slowdown. So I'm just really grateful for this time, this moment and and here being with you and, and having this conversation.
1: It's like a self-care bundle, right? Trifecta, yeah. right? Coffee, Love it. And boys and walking, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I did my run today too, all in the
0: morning, all before noon.
1: <laughs> well, thank you once again. How can, uh, for joining us today, Grace, um, I think it was just a wealth of information and just you're so lovely to be around and very pleasant. And I'm always learning from you. Uh, where can people find more about you?
0: Again, thank you, Tricia, for having me. Um, my handle on Instagram is Maria Grace Wolk. People can find me on my website at MariaGracewoke.com. Mm-hmm. And yeah, shoot me an email at hello grace at MariaGracewoke.com.
1: Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear from you all. And thank you again for having me. All right. Um, wishing you the best and we'll talk so, We'll talk shortly, but good luck on your runs. All right. All right. Thank you, Trisha. Maybe you'll join okay. me one of these days. Remember, I'm coming mm-hmm. to visit you.
0: <laughs> <Bye-bye>. <laughs> Bye. So that was so much fun. I hope you guys enjoyed that that interview I did with Trisha Miller. And if you guys have any questions at all, feel free to send me an email. Hello, Grace at mariagracewoke.com. I'm also on Instagram. Follow me at maria And any questions at all or, or any suggestions, feedback, I would greatly appreciate it. Please do rate and review, hit subscribe, the high rate and reviews will help others find the podcast so we can amplify, normalize, and break the mental health stigma. Till next time, remember to take care of yourself, stay brave, and own your journey. This podcast is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information in regards to the subject matter covered. This is given with the understanding that neither the host nor the guest are providing legal, mental health, or other professional information. If you need a professional, you should find one. This podcast does not substitute for personal professional services.